This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audioized version of the world's number one real estate investing blog. Hope you're having a relaxed Sunday. I'm your host, Tyler, and I read these articles so you can keep learning while you go about your busy life. Oh, and you'll find endless content on biggerpockets.com. Create an account today. It's free. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Hurdles to homeownership? How Millennials' Student Loan Debt is Affecting the Mortgage Industry by Hannah LaRock Student loan debt reached more than $1.6 trillion in 2020, according to the Federal Reserve. Student loans and their interest rates are a constant topic of conversation, and it's often cited as a major reason why we have recently seen such dramatic changes in consumer trends, especially within the housing market. The usual rhetoric is that people are not buying homes like they used to, and it's primarily due to the fact that student loan debt has put up a barrier to mortgage lending. However, millennials, those born between 1981 and 1996, roughly, and who are believed to be the first generation that brought to light the student loan debt crisis, still make up the largest cohort of home buyers in 2020 at 38%, according to the National Association of Realtors, NAR. If this is the case, then why are millennials constantly being criticized in the headlines? They're not getting married. They're not having children. They're not buying homes. Millennials have been called lazy and entitled and have been blamed for the destruction of the economy. By now, the world knows that the economy did this to millennials, not the other way around. 
The older generations essentially forced millennials to go to college, even though they knew what it meant. Ball and chained to crippling debt. Forever. And that's why millennials aren't getting married, buying homes, and having children. Yet. But is student loan debt really the culprit here? Or are there other factors at play? Or are we just wrong about all of this? Student loans and home ownership do coincide in many ways. Whether you're an investor without student loan debt who wants to keep your finger on the pulse of the market, you're hoping to become an investor, but you find lending difficult due to your student loan debt. Or you fit somewhere in the middle. The crisis didn't start with millennials. Contrary to popular belief, the student loan debt crisis didn't start with today's largest group of home buyers. According to Experian, Millennials carry the third highest student loan debt at $34,504 in Q1 of 2019. Generation X is the highest at $39,584 in debt. And baby boomers are second at $34,703 with the national average at $35,359. Of course, these numbers are close together, and the debt for millennials will continue to grow due to unreasonable interest rates and payoff policies. But it's worth noting that millennials are not the only group burdened by student loans. It's just that, as the largest group of homebuyers, and many other consumer markets, population, etc., the focus is on them. Student loan debt has changed the age of homebuyers. Some believe that student loan debt has prevented people or scared them off from buying a home altogether. While this may be true to some extent, as this debt has made it hard for young people to save for a down payment or get approved for a mortgage, it's only being delayed. As of 2018, the average age of a home buyer is 32 years old, says the NAR, and the median age is 47. According to data compiled from Deutsche Bank, written about on MarketWatch, So while millennials may be putting off buying homes until later, as they're doing with other major life decisions, they're still very much interested in home ownership and will get to it eventually, as the data tells us. Therefore, if you're turning 30 this year and haven't bought your first home yet, whether it's for yourself or for an investment property, don't fret. You've still got plenty of time. And if you're an investor wondering what your next step should be, well... That rental income is going to be promising, at least for the next couple of years, especially if you live in an area where young professionals are moving in. Student loan debt has changed how people buy. This is all good news for millennials, but bad news for boomers and Gen Xers who are looking to sell their homes so they can retire, with all that student loan debt they're hiding. (laughs) With millennials holding off to make a home purchase, boomers waiting for a good price and inventory going down, Among other discouraging market trends, many prospective buyers don't have that sense of urgency that previous generations did. As a matter of fact, while many people are quick to accuse millennials of having poor financial literacy, as demonstrated by their student loan debt, that's not always the case. Most millennials did not put themselves in this situation by choice. It was the generations before them, their parents, their grandparents, that convinced them that college was the only path toward a financially sound future. Many had to sign off on loans without even knowing what they were getting into. It makes sense that millennials are now trying to enter the next stage of life on the right foot.
future borrowers are smarter, think more critically, and are much more patient and flexible than their older counterparts when it comes to finances. They're taking their time to improve their credit score by paying off credit card debt and car loans, saving what they can for a higher down payment to avoid private mortgage insurance, or they're taking advantage of low interest rates and foregoing the high down payment altogether. They're also utilizing first-time homebuyer programs and familiarizing themselves with investment strategies. Millennials are also changing their buying habits when it comes to choosing a home. In general, millennials don't care if the house they are buying is old or small. Apparently, 1,700 square feet is enough, according to Clever's 2020 Millennial Homebuyer Report. They are minimalists. They prefer walking over driving, and they don't shy away from going to the suburbs to avoid unattainable prices in and around cities. They buy secondhand. They also don't mind if their home is made for two families and or if there are already tenants living there. Along with this, 55% of millennials, according to Real Wealth Network, are interested in investing in real estate, and many are using it as a means to retire early. Haven't you heard FIRE, financial independence, retire early? Not FIRE festival. That was for Generation Z. Student loan debt is not the only barrier to home buying. Most prospective millennial home buyers know the value of the home they are thinking of buying and what their budget should be. If they get approved for a higher mortgage, some will pay more than they originally planned and some will stick to their initial budget. Either way, access to the internet makes it easy for home buyers to know whether they are getting a good deal. Therefore, if you flip a home and expect a young person to buy it at the top of the market, they may not fall for it. But first, these home buyers need to get approved for a mortgage, and this is the part that's getting more difficult. Sure, student loan debt can have some impact on your debt-to-income ratio or make it difficult to save for a down payment. However, more and more people are becoming self-employed or work in a non-traditional job, which lenders don't necessarily like. The system has not adapted to the passion economy, so to speak. When and if a prospective homebuyer is approved for a mortgage, they may opt for the cheapest home they can find. Unfortunately, this means that they often can't compete with investors who are looking to buy up the same homes in cash. In this case, college may be beneficial for obtaining a job that allows you to afford a home, as well as makes you look reliable in the eyes of lenders. A degree is still valuable and desirable in that sense, even if their monthly budget needs to allow for a student loan payment in addition to a mortgage payment. Where do investors come in? It's clear that student loan debt may present some challenges for first-time homebuyers, but not in the ways that we've been trained to think. So from the point of view of an investor or soon-to-be investor, what can you make of all this? First and foremost, college may soon start to be a thing of the past. According to the FRED, College graduates make 80% more than high school graduates on average. Yet, due to the debt most students take on, it's unclear whether Americans still think college is worth it. CNBC says it's about half and half. However, it may not matter what the public opinion is. In 2018, according to the Fred, a Harvard business professor predicted that half of colleges will be closing in 10 to 15 years due to bankruptcy. What can you do with this information? Well, it depends. 
If you already have momentum as an investor, it may be worth looking into off-campus housing for students, many of whom will want to save on their college expenses by moving out of dorms. You'll also want to keep your eye on cheap commercial real estate, as colleges may start to close down. There could be some good deals available. Finally, if you're new to investing and you feel the burden of student loans or that college was a waste and you should have invested in real estate right out of high school, know that it's never too late. By researching different investment strategies, you can be someone who helps change the housing market, not be indebted to it. Hopefully you got something out of today's show. Before I leave you, here's a quick tip. Finding an investor-friendly real estate agent can accelerate your path to purchasing your first or next investment property. How do you do that? By visiting biggerpockets.com slash findanagent. That's biggerpockets.com slash findanagent to find a top-rated agent in your backyard. Have a great day and hope to see you right back here tomorrow.